understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Stranded Face Podcast, and I am here not only with better quality, but another incredible guest, and you guys have met her before, but she's somebody I keep in my life for a few very important reasons, but I want to reintroduce her because if you've never met her, you are truly missing out. This woman is the founder of Woman AF. She is the founder of NOTA, which is a diversity and inclusion company that helps large companies do a lot of things that we're going to discuss today, as well as the founder of Align, which is a marketing agency. So she does a lot of things. She is massive in the space of just the carrying the importance of impacting others um, and the impact that she's had on my personal life and my growth in business is just very near and dear to me so i'm really excited to bring her her to you guys again i feel like she's like a fifth time guest um but i couldn't be happier to have her in this space on this show again and just in my life so without further ado i want to introduce you guys miss ingrid hard Thank you. That was beautiful. And I'm I'm here sitting thinking that the last time that we did our first interview, we were just in such different places. And it was actually quite across the river from here. Yes. So it feels very much like, even in a way, I see it as like, we've, we've crossed the river, like we're in this new space where you and I are just and I, and I feel like I'm gonna add, you know, I am an entrepreneur, but I'm being called to level up. And so it's like, I'm feeling that this is going to be a very different conversation than what we had before. Yeah. Listen, she dove right off the deep end. I was going to like, I was going to like slow take her, but y'all don't even know how deep and just spiritual and just like aligned and attuned this woman is. So, so you went there, so we're going to go there. I think you've been on my show like four times. Mm-hmm. And I think every time just to be able to assess the growth of like, one time we did this in like a, a like a nail salon lobby, I think. <laughs> and another time we did this on a, um, it was in a co-working space on someone's like open. We were just having a great conversation. We didn't even we were like, we should record Pull this. Pull the mics out. <laughs> we didn't rent the space. And then I think we've done this in my home before as well as like, now here we are. Mm-hmm. And the one of the coolest things for Ingrid and I to track our growth together is because mm-hmm. we quit our jobs on the same, our corporate roles on the same day. Mm-hmm. And I remember the conversations of like you calling me and me being in the car and we, we being like, what the hell are we doing? Like, is, is this making sense? Is there enough behind this? Is there enough momentum, enough reason? Is Can we do this? And just looking at it now, you and I made the joke Monday night when we spent some time together of like, wait, it's only been two and a half years? Are you, is this for real? Like it hasn't even been long enough. Um, and just seeing where we are and the feelings that we that occurred during that time i'm so incredibly proud of both of us and i want to make sure i say it to you guys if you're listening if you have a vision if you see yourself doing something that keeps you up at night that literally just like is in your soul but you can't put words to it you can't figure out you can't answer that that daunting question of how i promise you the universe 
source, God, whomever you pull from is not going to put something on your heart that you were not already created for. And watching both of us bring that to life and manifest that has been my favorite thing to watch. And I think also it's important to know that people, um, you know, when you, when you call spirit, um, spirit will listen, right? And mm -hmm. that means also that you have to listen to, right? And you have to make the choice to whatever it is that that calling is or whatever it is that that thing that you wanted to say yes when it comes because when it comes is when it's meant to happen and so a lot of people are like I want this like I really want to get here I really want to do this and they hear the calling and they're like oh no way like how I this is too this is too unknown this is this, I, I don't too know much uncertainty. too much uncertainty there there's too much in it on, on my plate. I can't, you know, I'm not ready yet. Right. There's no such thing as perfect timing. And I always say that something that I admire of like our journey is that we just kind of grab our backs and said, <laughs> you know, I think we're special. Sometimes I was getting on the plane with no bags. Like, let's just go. We're just going to go. <laughs> I'll buy something when I get there. We'll figure this out. <laughs> yeah. And so listening and knowing that when you do call spirit, that you have to say yes when it calls. Speaking of saying yes, yeah. you pulled another fast one on me this year, or last year, we're now in 2022, you pulled another fast one on me. Uh, people that know Ingrid intimately knows pretty much anything that comes out of her mouth, she means, and she says, well, whatever she says she means. Um, and you typically don't, you know, a lot of people say a lot of things, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're things that they bring to life. But you are one of those people that I have watched, if you say it, everybody put your seatbelt on because it's happening. Mm -hmm. And not only are you the founder of currently managing three businesses, but you came to me in November, and I want to be like very intimate about this, is that you are by far one of the most spiritual people I know. Um, and just, it's so incredibly natural for you. I think it's a journey for a lot of us that like we seek, you know, but we obviously need guides and leaders and um, people that we feel like can really guide us through that process that are a little more aligned. And you've been doing that for me for years now on an intimate level. And it's almost like you can just pick up when I need it. You're like, come here, let's do this. Let's write, let's journal, let's have, let's do this ceremony. I want to introduce you to somebody. And, but you came to me in November and you just wanted to check on me. And you came over here and you said in passing, I also want to talk about what you did for me too. But you said in passing that you were feeling incredibly called to go on this journey of understanding what some of the most like still standing spiritual tribes were doing to connect align and heal mm -hmm. and i was like yes that sounds amazing but what are you going to do with all these businesses <laughs> what are you going to do with your don't you have a team like and and the way you were breaking it down for me i was like oh you're literally going to stop your life like you're going to stop your whole life for this and you were like, I've never felt more called to do something. Why would I have created all this income if I, I didn't have the space to do it and I want to do this before I have children or I get married or I'm committed or in a place that I'm stuck in and I'm just, I'm technically not st stuck. Why else do we do this if I didn't answer the calling to do something I feel called to do? But I want to hear from you. What did this sound like? Like, what was this so... Because I feel very secure in what I do from a business standpoint. But if something came to me and it was like, hey, I want you to put all that to rest or put all of that on hold while you have momentum mm -hmm. and I want you to consider seeking something else. <laughs> but I really want to hold on to this really yeah. tight. <laughs> I just got it. Are you sure you want me to let it go? And so I look at you and to have that much courage and understanding, like, what did that sound like? Mm. 
That's such a good question. And I'm just, I'm, you were talking and I was like looking back at my life because people, everyone has their own spiritual journey. And for me, the calling was when I was 13 years old. And I think I've told you this Mm -hmm. and I was 13 years old and there was a boy near where I lived that was seeing the Virgin Mary. Now I grew up in Mexico where um, it's very Catholic. And so that is all I knew. Right. And the Virgin Mary and the energy of this feminine, you know, um, I would say goddess really, um, just really always called me. And when we found out that this guy would see her, you know, we, we started following that guy and we started going into my mom and I, which are very curious people, but we're also very nosy people. Yeah. <laughs> we wanted to know what was happening. And to our surprise, it was this like whole nother world. And when we were there and we would see this guy and, and he, he literally would like the Virgin Mary would speak through him. And I'm like, what, 12, 13 years old. And I'm there and I'm like, I feel it. And I remember praying. And since I was little, use me as your source. Like that was my prayer. Use me as your source. Give me the knowledge that I need. And I didn't realize that I was building such foundation for myself that when I grew older, that foundation of knowing that I was source, that I was being someone that was transmuting something Mm. way bigger than myself became so clear. And so for me, when I started my forum when I was Mm. 19 in college, I started the forum because I was curious about the world. I was curious about meeting the different cultures, the different ways that women were living, their different ways of spirituality, their different ways of, of doing. Right. And that was a way you for do me truly study this too. To be connected to the world. Like that that was my way of knowing. And so there was a disconnection for years of like, you know, moving into the US and kind of losing that religion, right? And mm-hmm. that spirituality and and thinking it, it, I just felt disconnected. Um, and it wasn't until I moved to Tampa and I started to really understand, like, why am I empowering women if I don't feel empowered myself? Why am I doing that, right? Yeah. Why, how am I preaching to the choir if I don't even understand what the word empowerment is? I just don't even know. And so for me, it that's when I said, I need to dig deeper. Like, I need to understand that I always felt like my story wasn't enough. Like I grew up privileged. I went to boarding school. Um, and so for me to sit in a space with women from all over the world and say, you know, this was my journey, didn't feel right. It just didn't feel right. Why am I preaching to the choir when I, I've i never had any situation where, you know, where I felt... My life wasn't hard enough. Yeah. And you were serving women whose life was hard on another level. Oh, oh my God. We're not talking no, no. about... Yeah. Like American poverty, like American poverty, not that we're underestimating. No. You're talking about the women you were serving were like dealing with oh. fleeting countries, yes. rape, severe, severe, yeah. like no, no, family like fighting cultures because the women in their, in their culture were getting um, mutilated, like horrible. I mean, yeah. like you yeah. were dealing with women that weren't, were, were fleeing from countries because they weren't allowed to be yeah. educated women or the, no, they just literally didn't have a choice. And this was their lifeline. This was their lifeline. This was. This was literally their only way of knowing that there was better in the world. And for me to sit there, and I remember very clearly in one of my forums, because I started with a forum, and I remember clearly when everybody started opening up and everyone started sharing their stories. And it was like, I mean, I can't tell you, I was like boohoo crying. Mm -hmm. It was like one of those moments that I was, it, it just, 
I could die there. Like I was like this, this, this feels like I'm living, you know, like this feels like this is what we need. Right. And I remember like, I didn't know how to hold the space. Right. Because it's important that when you're doing this type of work that you know how to hold the space. So this is 2015. And all these women are, are literally pouring their hearts out. And I, this one ambassador, because we call him ambassador, she comes up to me and she says, Ingrid, you need to clean the space. The energy is going to get stagnant if you don't clear the, the trash or you clear, like, we need to clear the space. And I was like, what? Like, there's energy, like, what? Like, you know, that idea yeah. of energy was, like, so new yeah. to me. Like, we're being empathetic right now. Yeah. 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 And it made sense that I knew. It just made sense. Like, I, I kind of, I, I knew that it made sense. And so... Fast forward to I moved to Florida. I um, went to this tea ceremony. And mm-hmm. it was the first time in my life. This tea ceremony is a ceremony brought from um, Japan. And this woman in St. Pete does them. And I remember going to that tea ceremony not even knowing what it was. Like, I had no idea what a tea ceremony was. So I go there and I sit. And it was two hours of, of sitting in tea, meditating, and just literally giving myself space. And I remember in that time that I was there, that I'm sitting there and I just, I couldn't, the feeling of being silent, I just couldn't even talk. Like I felt like I was given such a gift of knowing what my life was like if I was just silent. Like I never made space to being silent. I never even thought that I had the capacity of being silent and really trusting my own inner knowing. I, I never- Trusting that I could be valued like that. Yes. If I'm silent and I'm not proving my worth to someone in this moment, if I'm not talking and I'm not showing how confident I I am, I'm not showing how intelligent I am. If I'm not doing any of this, I'm not, I'm not proving to someone that I'm worthy of being valued. Mm -hmm. So when I'm silent, how do you know that I'm valuable Mm -hmm. as a woman? Like, I can't explain, I really want somebody listening to this, and, and please continue, but I want someone listening to this to understand how bad, especially as women, that we struggle with this, because we find ourselves showing up in rooms mm-hmm. when we need to be listening, being loud unnecessarily, because we are immediately trying to establish our worth and value in a space, when a lot of times we're not being called to do that. We're being called to consume. I always say that the saying of like, people will remember, they won't remember who you are, but they'll remember who you say. They're not gonna remember who you say, they're gonna remember your energy. They're gonna remember how you made them feel. They're gonna remember your presence. Correct. They're gonna remember your aura. Mm -hmm. And so being in silence, and not necessarily even externally, but within yourself, Mm -hmm. is what we need as women to really get clear on who we are, what we need, where we want to head. And so for me, like literally long story short, that tea ceremony was the opening portal to this whole new way of living. And it was my first introduction of like spirit and energy and knowing that there was more to this life, that there that I could do more and in a way that was less work. You know, and mm. I just, it, so anyway, I started doing the tea ceremony and then I learned how to work with the wheel of the year, which we have to understand that as women, we are out of rhythm, period. Yes. We're out of rhythm. The way that our days work, the way that our weeks work, the way, the way that the mind calendar um, has structured our, our year, our, our, our way of living is, is literally throwing us out of rhythm. 
And so as women, if we want to regain power, that's where the native wisdom comes in. Like we need to understand how this earth works. If we are not in rhythm with the earth, with the cycles, with the seasons, we, how are you supposed to feel in harmony? Like you just can't. Okay. So I want to talk about this because I felt, hold on, hold on to that thought though. But I want to talk about this because you and I have talked about this at great length recently, Mm. because I feel Mm. like, and y'all are going to feel me on this. There was January of this year. I had so much momentum. It was like, bing, bang. I was, y'all could get all of this. I found, I, I was like, I did this in 2021. I'm going to do this in 2022. It was innovative income out the door beginning of January. I had all these goals. I had hit all these goals. I've now achieved all these accolades that I never saw for myself. This year, I'm about to shut it down. And right after innovative income, it was like, off a cliff and down. Mm. And I've never felt so much resistance to all the momentum that I built. So it was like all these things that I built and they were right before me as opportunities. Mm. And it was like, here's the gold plate. Here's all the things you ever wanted go. And my whole soul was like, not yet, not yet. Mm -hmm. And no, I said I wanted it, but no, I actually want to reflect and rest right now. Mm -hmm. I actually feel like I need to just sit with myself for a minute. I kept saying to people after that, I just feel like I need to shut up right now. I feel like I need to be silent. I feel like I don't need to show up. Mm. And I couldn't. And then then I started questioning myself. Am I depressed? Am I sad? What's wrong with me? But then as I've spoken to more people, this seems to be a very similar effect to how many people feel. And you explained something. When you explained what season you felt like we were in currently, oh, girl, it was a weight off my back. I was like, okay, I didn't lose it. Well, a lot of people think that, so December, January, February is really a time of not allowing yourself to go in this fast speed rhythm of everybody else, right? And so what I've learned to do, and it really wasn't activated until, to be honest, an innovative income, because mm. I had been doing all the spiritual work for years on myself and going- Just by yourself. Yeah, just by myself. I would go into groups of women. I've been gathering with women for- you know, years on full moons, new moons, um, different kind of cycles and equinoxes. And we gather and, and we're light workers, right? We're, we're sending energy into the world and to the people that need it. Um, and so for me personally, um, I think that, that that holds so much structure for me and power, but I never knew that I had the capacity in me to hold or do to others. And so when innovative income came and I did the meditation that you literally were like, I suggested someone else. Hold on, pause. No, 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 no. You have, we have to talk about alignment here and how when you operate in your truth, how natural these things come. So to two of our annual women's events ago, which was literally almost a year ago, mm. Megan and I had a two day agenda planned. And one of our speakers um, told us the night before that they would not be coming. And the plan for them was to do like an inner child exercise that could be could captivate the feeling but was not too long and literally we looked at the time on the agenda and I remember stepping out someone else was speaking we looked at the time on the agenda we were an hour ahead of schedule so we were like we had a panic moment and literally I saw you just standing there and all your little just so humble but I had done all this stuff with you before and I was like hey Mm. sorry would you be willing to do like a maybe like a journal exercise or something. We're in the event. This is not before. This is not the morning of. This is not the day before. We're at the event. This we're, we're 
four hours into the event and Ingrid's in the like lobby area. And I was like, hey, would, would you consider doing like a journal exercise? And she was like, yeah, when? And I was like, um, like, 10 minutes. like 15 minutes from now. <laughs> She's like, yeah, yeah. What do you want it to be about? No problem. And I was like, mm, well, this is kind of the vibe I'm going for. This is what I want them to get. She's like, yeah, just go ahead and call me up when you're ready. I got this. And I know what I've done with Ingrid, but I'm like, and truth be told, friend, great friend or not, I'm like, I don't know if she can handle this, you know? Mm. Mm. This woman gets on stage and does a journal and meditation so naturally, like she had done this a million times because she has, but for a group, like she was met, made for it. But on top of that, at the end of the event, people were coming forward on the second day. You were, I don't think you were there at the very end, saying what their like most like intimate, like transformational moment was. It was an exercise Ingrid did that we asked her to do 10 minutes before she did it. You have been doing this. You're absolutely right. You've been doing this on yourself for so long, but I personally feel like it comes so natural for you yeah. to watch you in that space that literally you were, you were created for it. It was just a matter of time. And you know, the crazy part is, is that my name backwards and I've told you is Deirdre me, which Deirdre me is a spiritual person. And so I had a moment right after innovative income and I joined again for, for women that are awake and you're feeling a calling. It is so important that you have a network of support. It is so important that you have women that you can counsel each other, that you can witness each other. And mm -hmm. so for me, I was craving wiser women. I was craving women that were in their 50s or 60s that I could, because I believe I am an old soul and that who I am today is who I've been preparing to be for lifetimes. And that mm. I was born in this lifetime ready. Like this is what I'm meant to do. Mm -hmm. This is what I want. I am never satisfied, right? Mm -hmm. I am always looking and seeking for more. but. But this clarity of like knowing who I am came because of being in circles with women and came from counseling each other and witnessing each other and came from making space within myself to ask inquiries. Inquiries is not a question. Inquiry is, is a portal. It's an opening, right? And staying with that. And, and even if you're an entrepreneur and you're a business owner, which I navigate both worlds, it is so important that you, you, you understand that. And I'm just going to be like very visual. It's like, I've learned that with my spiritual work, I operate at a certain frequency, right? Mm -hmm. And so what happened was that the clients that weren't operating in that frequency started like falling. Mm -hmm. And then, so then I knew that I was in a certain flow. And so I had to get my own clients mm -hmm. to be in that same flow, right? Mm -hmm. And so you don't have to give anything. So I'm not giving things up. I'm just restructuring. I'm simplifying. I'm aligning, right? Mm -hmm. I, you know, you don't have to cut off your tree when you're like call it, you're calling it so clear. And so anyway, so my, my name backwards is Deirdre me. And I had this woman tell me this new year from now on, you are her integration. Like you are her now. And you fully integrated yourself with her. Um, in this new way of living and being, you have her with you. She's no longer in the mirror. She's with you. And when I started sitting with her and being in that space and, and seeing, okay, what does this higher self look like? What is my actually, my highest self needs, looks like, feels like, what does she do? That's when I started getting all of this wisdom of 
like not even necessarily taking a course because I feel like I'm like, should I take a spiritual course? Like, should I? And I was like, I want to go to the source. And, uh, and that's where the native wisdom came in. And, you know, we'll keep talking about that, but that's kind of long story short. It's so funny how, how much you're willing to dive into this. And I think this is a lesson in business ownership and entrepreneurship and just anything that you feel called to do was that how far you are willing to dive into things. Cause literally when we were talking about it in November, I remember you said, I don't know, I'm just trying to figure out if I should take a course. I, I feel called to do it, but I don't know if I'm educated enough in it. And I was like, no, you're more than ready. And you were like, no, but I don't know if I want to take a course. Like, I kind of want to go to the source. And I was like, what does that mean? And you were like, I think I'm just going to like travel the world and go to these tribes. And I was like, how does that work? Like, what does that look like? Don't you have to kind of put your life on board? Okay, so I'll tell you what happened. So I get that calling of like, you need to really connect that wisdom, right? Mm-hmm. Because if we think about it, they're the founding fathers of this, yeah. of this planet. Yeah. And they hold, and, and the more that I get to know, I, I realize that it's not only their, the, the, the spiritual practices and cultures that I'm trying to uncover, mm-hmm. but it's what they do to us, to our own healing mm-hmm. and also to their own truth. Like they've been oppressed and almost didn't make it right mm-hmm. for year mm-hmm. for se- I mean, if you think about it, like just recently, 1970, I believe, or I, you know, they were allowed to practice rituals in public again. And so can you imagine the amount of history that was, completely eliminated Mm -hmm. the amount of people that lost like all that who they were and so a lot of us are indigenous we carry that with us we carry that wisdom and if we don't connect to that how are we supposed to know who we are we just don't I have to ask you a really intimate question because that one of the things I love about doing this so I've done so much stuff with you personally Mm -hmm. like I felt like and I haven't even connected the dots on this, but I feel like you lead me in a way that I can't explain. I, I at some point want to go into detail about what you did for me around my son. But um, I always watch you do it. And I'm like, even if I personally felt that called to help people that way, the amount of trust for yourself it requires blows my mind. Because you just get, you, you, you get into a, like a meditation or a state or a feeling and you immediately go. And I'm like, that's a level of trust most people don't have for themselves because they may feel the feeling and then they may immediately allow the resistance. Mm-hmm. And so I, I guess my question is, is like, how do you know? I guess I'm going to advocate for them. How do you know you're right? Mm-hmm. You just, you just, so we have been, it's, we just don't know how to trust ourselves. Like they, at all. Yeah. We've, Please believe completely manipulated <laughs> yeah. to not trust who we are to, we are numb, to be honest, we're all numb. We're numbing ourselves with every device and distraction and anything that we can do not to be here really in the present moment. And so I think that it's a process. Like it's, it, you know, I remember the first times that I would be meditating, I'll be very vulnerable and honest or that I would try to root myself, I would literally see like darkness and I would see, yeah, the first time I did this, actually there was a a meditation about a a hill and it was, you know, what do you see after the hill? And I I saw the desert. Like I saw literally- Like a blank plane. Yeah, no, I just saw, no, it was like dark. Like I saw like just dryness and Mm. like darkness. And I remember I would, 
sit with women and I would be like, I would literally be scared of, and I would see things and I'm like, there's no way I'm seeing this. And it's because I wasn't rooted. And so the more that there's no right or wrong, right? Mm-hmm. There's no, I am I doing this right or am I not doing this right? I think that it's, it's just the more that you, you trust yourself and you allow yourself to go there, mm-hmm. the more you will go there. And the more, Again, space. Like, I think that as I started my business, like, even last year and the year before, like, um, I did a lot of things that were just not aligned to me. And just mm-hmm. because I, I felt like I, it was going to bring me money, but then it would, it would cost me all these other personal things. And so something that I realized very clearly last year is that all of us always try to manifest or try to focus on the need of work and there are all these other realms. There's relationships, there's, you know, physical, there's health, there's, you know, and so I just so now realized that I was like, I, I was just doing this one realm in my life. And so, and I never, you know, and I, I was never balanced or aligned or anyways. And so what spirituality did for me was just really getting to the core of what it is that I truly need. Like, what do I need? Like, who, who is, who am I, right? And I think that the first time someone asked me that question, I was terrified. I think many women, I think many people in general are still terrified. Yeah. Because it's immediately followed with what value I bring to the world, what I do, what yeah. I, we actually lead with value and then follow with, for the humbleness of, is I'm a parent, I'm a mother, yeah. I'm a father, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a husband, I'm a wife, like, but it's always we lead with how we, how we believe we bring value to the world and it's because it's like if only the world valued the feminine energy like if only the world valued like being a mother is a sacred work like oh. that is you know and but we just don't value it and so we don't we feel like we're just never enough like we feel like anything that we and it and it's like where how are we where are we basing that from right who is telling us what is enough and what isn't and so That is why I'm just so called to like dig deep into Native American and indigenous practices because they, they just know, like they just know, they see difference as, as, as an opportunity. They see difference as an expansion. They value motherhood. They, you know, there, there are tribes where women would breastfeed kids that weren't even theirs. Like they were. And so for, for me, it's like, we're just so disconnected from that reality we're so disconnected from the root of who we are. Sometimes some of us don't even know like what our great grandmothers did or our great grandfathers or who, where we come. Like, how are you supposed to know in this lifetime if you don't do the work to find out where you come from? Because we don't know that a lot of the the triggers, a lot of the sometimes they're not ours. Oh, they're just not. And and we've just been so trained to be boxed and believed in this like black and white way of being that we forget the complexity and the multi-dimension of like the universe and who we are you know and we're just and anything that feels unnatural this whole creativity and world of you having invisible friends when you're younger and like doing all like that is like that is you know it's discredited it's it's not valued Oh, you said to me the other day, I was having in a meditation, I I was explaining to you what I saw. And I said, it was so vivid. I said, I almost felt like I was creating a movie in my head. And then I had the resistance of, 
what if I am creating a movie in my head of something I saw? And you said, what if creativity is allowing yourself to go there? And the resistance is you being told your whole life that creativity isn't, isn't magic. And I was and that creativity doesn't make you money. And it doesn't make you money. Mm -hmm. Correct. And even like I went to an all girls school and creativity was always kind of limited to a certain space. Like once you got to that space, you, you couldn't go past it or even like your curiosity for life. You know, like I would ask all these questions and they would be like, well, I don't know. You can't ask that question. So you're asking too many questions. We have to literally go to the root of everything. (sighs) And if we want to become more evolved people and it's not even evolved, like fuck the world evolved. It's like if we just want to be in harmony and live a life that feels and and is a reflection of who we really are and want to be, then you got to go deep. Like if you don't go deep, so I want to I want to explain I want to wrap with what your new effort you're launching and how you're going to help mm-hmm. other people especially people that feel like they don't have access to this go deep but before we do I want to just I could I could sit on here we could have another two hour episode about all the places that Ingrid has taken me places that I don't even feel like I was ready for but being aligned with someone like you and how incredible it's been like she's taken me back to my ancestors that I was not connected with but one of which was extremely powerful but one of the most beautiful things and I won't go into a lot of detail so that I get to keep some of it to myself but one of the most beautiful things you did for me is gonna make me cry and it's it's so crazy because I didn't even ask for it you you were here and you were literally getting ready to leave you were walking out of my house you had been here for two hours and you're like oh my god by the way how's Cam and I was like, he's great. I said, he's just, we're dealing with some behavior because of the transition and all this stuff. And he walked into his room and you were like, mm. and you were like, what is this? And it was the magazine I have on the wall in the frame because he was born during the solar eclipse. And I told you the story. I said, I never explained that to you. And you were like, I think I knew, but I didn't know the full story. I was like, yeah, he was born during the total solar eclipse. And you were like, okay, wait a minute. And you put your keys down. And you're like, I feel like I need to meditate on this right now. Like, will you have a moment with me? And I was like, yes. And we sat on the floor and you walked me through a meditation around my son Mm. that one, I didn't know that I needed, but I can't put words to what I heard because you talked to me about, and a lot of people on here know my birth story. So I almost died. Um, They, my son almost died. He was born a pound, 12 ounces. Um, He ended up in the NICU for three and a half months. And you were walking me through um, being in the hospital room after I had Cameron and they kicked everyone out and um, the nurse was freaking out because she's like, I need you to calm down. Your blood pressure is so high. And I was like, I'm fine. And she said, I'm going to get out of the room because I really need you to sit in silence. And I was like, okay. And I was sitting there in this dark room after they'd already rushed my child off. I didn't know if he was alive. And I'm sitting in there in, in the dark and you were walking me through it in the meditation and you were like, a part of you died that day. But for the better, like you lost a part of you and became a part of you that was going to be the mother to this child who needs a leader in this life. Mm -hmm. And then as you were talking about how beautiful motherhood was, you just kind of like reenacted this, this like power in me that I am this child's mother. I heard this statement and I'll never forget it. I'm going to get it tattooed on me. I heard that um, because the eclipse, it covers the sun. I heard in the clearest sentence, and I hope I don't mess it up. It's that um, 
he's the light to their darkness. Mm -hmm. That my son is here to be the light to their darkness. Mm -hmm. And that you were called, you said you were called to lead this child because he is, and I heard, is the light to their darkness. Mm -hmm. And I have never felt so light. I remember you left and I had a long drive after that. Mm -hmm. And I felt so light. Like I was like, one, I didn't even know that I had so much trauma still that I was carrying around my his birth. But two, it just was the most beautiful reminder of the most important job that we have. Mm -hmm. It's the most important job. Like this is important. Income yeah. is important. All these things are important. But, like there is nothing more important than the, than the one child that I get to serve and raise. Like you walked me through a simple 45 minutes meditation that I think I know has changed my life forever in the way that I look at raising my son. That alone, like, and I want you to talk about, I'm sorry to end yeah. the show that way, but I want you to talk about the effort you're launching because that alone changed my life forever, mm -hmm. forever. I needed to be reminded of the role that I play in my son's life and how important it is and how all of the things that are happening to me that felt so traumatic have everything to do with him, him. Mm. So okay, I'm really, I never I said it. <laughs> no, I feel like we, wherever you are, just kind of close your eyes and, and just really just like place your both hands in your heart and just breathe. Let's take a deep inhale and exhale. Just notice where you are. Notice how you're feeling. Notice any place in your heart or in your body where there's tension or if your shoulders are up, just relax them. And I want all of us, wherever you are, to make a statement right now. A statement that you will love yourself, a statement that you are enough, a statement that you just are, you just are, and that you are worthy of every desire and every dream. And that whatever it is that you need to heal will come to you. And that you just need to be reminded that you are supported your dreams are supported, that your work is supported. And just know that you are not alone. Just feel yourself either being hugged by somebody or just surrounded by so much light and love. And any time that you have or you feel fear any time where you feel like you're alone, you can always go back to this simple moment of being hugged by your own spirit, of being supported by your own being. Because whatever it is that you do, wherever it is that you go, you are just not alone. So we're just going to take a few more inhales. Just one more. Mm. We're going to come back to the sides. I just felt like... You. 
I will let you take me wherever you want to go at all times. I'm going to go further and I'm going to stop there. <laughs> no, I will always, always go. And that's why I wanted you to speak on this so badly. Mm-hmm. It's rooted. Um, yeah. And it's so funny because just in November, you were like, I don't know what I'm going to call this. I don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm like, baby, you are called to take people like me that are like, we're building this elephant, mm-hmm. this empire. And people bigger than me. Let me know even. I'm not the cap. I'm the beginning. <laughs> but the, like, take people like me and, and just women that are building this elephant that we know how to go out there and get it. But we're craving to get back to femininity. We're craving to love motherhood again. Because let's be honest. Let me be really crystal clear, like honest and vulnerable with you. When you're killing it in business, have you ever realized how hard motherhood is? And everything else. Like when I'm killing it in business and I'm out here like I'm crushing it. And my son comes home on some like behavior problems. I'm like, I, I'm almost acting towards him as if to my four-year-old. Do you know what your mother did today? Do you know what? Did you know your mother earned this much money? Did you know your mother helped this many people? I don't say that to him. But it's almost like I'm treating him as though he should know and respect it. And not, I'm... But I'm craving to get, the, on most days, I'm craving to get back to a balance, mm-hmm. to motherhood, to love what I do, the way I impact the world, the way I love my son, the way I show up in the world. I always say it as this, and it's simple, but I'm like craving to get back to unconditional love. Mm-hmm. I'm craving to go back out in the world and love people, whether they can hurt me or not. Mm-hmm. I'm ready to go back out in the world and receive from people, whether they can hurt me or not. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is what you are and I hope that's what you're doing with Ruta, but you explain in this yeah. effort, but that's what we need mm-hmm. more than anything right now, that this yeah. is what we yeah. need. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I, it's, it's driving people and women specifically into a space of overburned, of overwhelm, of despair, of, we can no longer operate like this. No. And I think that for the longest time, it. if you think about the trajectory and then I'll go into what I'm doing, but if you think about the trajectory of when, Women started in the workplace, women's movements. Um, it, it was necessary for us to really tap into our masculine. Like we, we kind of even had to like assimilate um, because that's the only way that we could survive. And mm-hmm. for for the longest time, that's how we have operated. And that just doesn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. The world doesn't need, like we, we need to learn how to, and, and there are so many ways of getting into this space of harmony and getting into a space where you're not only being productive at work, but you have your health, you have your relationships, you have um, your physical taken care of. And so for me, again, um, I thought that my journey was going to be individual. I really did. I really thought that I was going to be able to keep this entrepreneurial life. I was like, no, no, no. You will not keep this gift to yourself. (laughs) You will not keep this gift to yourself. Thank you. Yeah, and and thank you for that because I really feel that your your summit really allowed me to just even walk into that, Mm. and it was effortless. Effortless. You walked into it, baby. You Mm. stepped into it. (laughs) But um, yeah, and so I thought that it was individual, and um, again, I'm in this group with women. I feel like I'm kind of piecing the, the hustle together, and I'm in this group of women, and I heard it loud and clear. And the the the, the voice was that my work was to bring women and people with me because what this was going to do was uncover their own way of healing. And I remember sitting with that wisdom really, and being like, okay, <laughs> oh my God, okay. So here it goes. Again, you, 
you piecing all my entrepreneurial spirit and everything that I've done and known how to orchestrate it. And it said very clearly, I am going to orchestrate these experiences so that women find their way, right? So that we, we can get clear and we can even in a way, um, take away the spaces and the parts of us that no longer serve us. And so I, I launched, there's two things. There's one, um, of like the documenting, of these rituals and ceremonies. And so Ugh, I, I was just, no I've eye. seen some of yeah. them. Oh, and it's just, it, it really, there's no form. There's no need. Mm. There's no, it, I'm, there's no agenda. Like I'm just doing it because I feel called to do it. And I was just at Hawaii, um, documenting, uh, native ceremonies and rituals. And, and then from that experience of documenting them, I posted, um, and I remember it was like, it was also sharing the truth of, who they were and where they're at. And so there's one that is a documenting. And then the part where women are coming with me is the retreats. Um, and obviously there's, you know, we're thinking of doing, you know, something that is more of like a program or, you know, that could be more of this long, longer support, but the retreats are your connection to that native wisdom. The retreats are, you know, designed in a way that are elevating ourselves and create, creating the clarity to play again, to be again, mm. to be wild. And like, you know, I'm just craving that. And, and I've been able to experience that. And I find it that everyone should have access to that, right? Of like the true root of empowerment, the true root of who we are, we can unlock when we're surrounded by women. And then the, the amazing thing about the retreats is that one is in, a full moon, which is a very potent time to do this type of work. And then the other one is in summer solstice, which I feel like it's a whole nother conversation of like the wheel of the year and, and, and learning how to le live with the equinoxes and, and how it, it really does relate to the way that you live and everything from income to the way you, you work and operate, like everything is like there, there is, there's a story and there's a, a rudeness behind it that is so clear, but we just don't see it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, so we're meeting with native tribes on both of the retreats. And I just find that I'm just really excited because even native natives are being a part of the retreats. They're going as guests. And so I'm just feeling like this bridge between what is and what, what was and what should be. Very clearly. Yeah. I am so incredibly proud of you. And I just want to close with, on a, on a personal note, yeah. I'm, I'm so proud of you. I love you. I thank you. And I'm beyond blessed to like have you in my life, Cameron and I both. Um, so proud of you. And if you guys are not a part of this, become a part of this because I'm going to one. My friends and I are going to one. I wouldn't miss it for the world in June. Um, but for those of you listening, I just want you to catch wind of this is um, I talk about this book a lot, The Big Leap. And in it, something that really caught me off guard was where he talks about um, how most people will never make it to their zone of genius, that most of us get stuck in our zone of excellence because we'll get really good at and live in whatever we're praised for. And that very few people will stretch themselves enough to lean or lean into what is their zone of genius, which is the next thing. And it will be, you'll, if, and when you do, you'll be, it'll be incomparable. It'll be effortless. You will be the best at it bar none. And it'll be effortless for you. You'll have fun. You'll make the most money and you'll make the biggest impact. And it will be like just effortless. There'll be no hustle involved. And I think 
many people don't get there or find that until they're willing to take a very long road to get there. And you took a very long road wow. to get there. We're, we're technically talking three businesses and some to then get to the zone of genius and just constantly leaning in and saying yes. And I feel like we're getting to witness you just now. Doesn't mean any of your efforts are failed. It doesn't no. mean any of your efforts were wrong. It means you rode this train long enough to now go, okay. Yeah. This is the thing. And it literally, I mean, you just stopped and did it during this show. Like it's literally the thing that comes effortless to you. And I can't say that for a lot of people. So we are, we get to watch one, you and your zone of genius now, but please take note of that, that you may be doing something you're praised for and something you are incredibly good at. There may be even more for you on the other side of leaning in and saying yes to that. So, so much more. Mm -hmm. so much more impact purpose and all of it so my friend my love thank you so much for this i appreciate your vulnerability your honesty and guys check out her retreat tell them where they can figure find more out about yeah. this where they can tag along yeah so we so the women ambassadors which is how we started we re, the url was always women af mm -hmm. um and it always felt True, but it wasn't ready for that time. Like, it just wasn't. 2015, mm -hmm. if you said women AF, they'd look at you and be like, what the heck are Where you going with this? Yeah. So we've, you know, everything is going to go under that branch. And so if you Google uh, womenaf.org, you'll find the retreats. Um, the Utah one is almost sold out. The Utah is in May. And mm -hmm. the June one, we still have spots. And that's the one, the one where we, we're meeting with the Blackfeet tribe. And we're doing work with them. And... Not even that, it's just the space and, and the work that I'm, I'm actually, the way that I'm planning this retreat is through dreams. And so... Trust. There's that trust again. Yeah. And so <laughs> I, I have this notebook that I created that it's called um, Expansive um, Opportunities. And, and I wrote the name, you know, Retreats. And I, and I have the vision of who... I think that's a big part of it. And I don't even want to go there because that's like another episode. But it's like, I can see the energy and the people that are coming and the projects before they happen, mm -hmm. right? I can mm -hmm. go there. And that's a big part of like being able to, to make your current present a reality. And so I can see who's coming and I can see what they need. And so I'm just really holding that space. And I think that's another thing of like this new way of living and being that we just don't, anything that has resistance, you need to let it go. I mean, you know, we need to create, the spaces of rest, like rest is so important. We just don't value it. Mm. We just don't value it. So anyways, mm. so womenaf.org is when you'll find the retreats. And yeah, this is purely done with the, the you know, with my horse, my whole soul. Mm. I would just say it like that. I can't wait. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of The Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.